1: Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, is WWE's PG era finally coming to an end, question mark? we'll give you the real reason that AEW have changed Jim Ross's role. We're gonna tell you about Sasha Banks asking for big money for non-WWE appearances. And on top of that, two new name changes in wwe have been confirmed i'm andy Barry. i'm michael i and this is the news you know what we do on a friday we hang out with the flat f-u-c-k getting flipped off by jade cargill it's it's a good time <gasps> stick around for today's questions news is optional uh, flat alligators and the fiend are essential
0: first of all flatty cut
1: the s Hey, okay, there we go um more on the flat f-u-c-k later on. Good teaser. Good teaser. kicking off teaser. with Andrew Zarian, his reporting last night. Uh, this this broke the internet for a while because of course it did, uh, given the subject matter. Uh, a memo had been circulated, according to Andrew, around USA Network suggesting, or indicating, sorry, it wasn't suggesting, it was straight up telling you uh, that Raw WWE Raw from the 18th of July, which is Monday by the way, would we'll be going from TVPG to TV14 excitement, a lot of people getting buzzing about that, but a couple of hours later, it became a little murkier. Um, Zarian reported that the memo that went around USA had actually been circulated prematurely, and that Raw would still, would not be going TV-14 on Monday. It's still going to be PG as of Monday. But the move is still in consideration for a later date. Now Fightful Select reported uh, a follow-up report on this matter. I believe Sean Rossap tweeted something along the lines of yeah, I've heard, I've heard like different going on here um, stating that there were conflicting messages internally at USA Network about the proposed shift um, but the people within WWE had not heard about the ratings change as of Thursday which is when this report came out uh, now WWE obviously has been PG since uh, what 2008 lots yeah. of stuff there um, lots of you know wild opinions we'll get to those in just a second but um, but Fightful noted in their report, and rightly so, that if it, changing from PG to TV 14 doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be a massive like shift in content or anything like that. Uh, WWE, WWE, if they self rated their system, make it effectively or whatever they yeah. wanted. If they self rate as a PG but it goes out as a TV 14, they might still produce uh, a PG content. So. There's loads to break down with this. We're going to keep it relatively brief because it's such an all-encompassing topic. And I imagine we'll have more out on it later on. But for me, I've never been a PG is the boogeyman guy. I've no. never been a guy who sat there and goes, hey, uh, the reason WWE is not as good as it was when I was 12 is because it's PG now. Um, I think that there are... I don't think that you can wave a magic wand, remove two two letters, replace them with two numbers, and suddenly your stories are more satisfying. Your action is more satisfying. Everything is better. Um, maybe we'll get a few more swear words on Raw if this change does indeed go through. Uh, but what are your, what are your beliefs?
0: Yeah, it's everything and nothing, this, because I agree. I don't think that PG in 2008 magically made WWE terrible for those that loved it before. There was no overnight switch. There are plenty of us old enough to remember the original PG WWE that they had a great time with as well.
1: Your favourite era?
0: Indeed. That said, uh, the move to 14 will allow a certain licence, obviously, for more, whether it's bad language or more violence, and it could have other policy changes down the line that might, might offer a bit more creative freedom to wrestlers mm. who then could maybe take the action to a further level. I'm thinking of Cody Rhodes setting himself on fire on Monday Night Raw, <laughs> as he enjoyed doing <laughs> once on you know, on Dynamite. Of course. For example, um, ultimately though, Vince McMahon or WWE, whoever's in charge of creative by that point will have the final say so, and it's how liberal they wanna be yeah. with that. It's not gonna be, you've, you've nailed it, it's not gonna be a magic wand and people would be foolish to expect it. Uh, PG was not the cause of WB's creative malaise in 2008, it was merely a Symptom of it, yes, absolutely. Um, and it's, so, yeah, it's uh, like the bad language might not even occur, they might just think, Well, it's easier not to hear. Still, sponsors to consider, even if yeah. you're 14, you know, it's well, still about potentially alienating viewers.
1: Like, the, it's a business to business company now, mm. right? Like, that's where the majority of the revenue comes comes from. So, they're not going to suddenly do loads of crazy, edgy stuff that's yeah. going to piss off sponsors because that's where most of their money comes from. The money that comes in from fans has never been lower. Mm. So, while that kind of content might satisfy people who are yearning for for a harder product or whatever, um, it might risk sponsorship revenue and they're not gonna Mm -hmm. do that. So it's gonna be very interesting to follow this. Let us know your comments down in the, well, the comments section, obviously. Where else would you put them? Try and keep them PG. Yeah, there you (laughs) go. We will be moderating them, maybe. Uh, Right, Jim Ross. He's he's got a new role, (laughs) sort of. Uh, As of, well, I started at Forbidden Door, didn't he? Yes, didn't yeah. He's not really doing the full shows anymore. He's not doing a full Dynamite. He comes out halfway through, gets his entrance. Uh, calls a couple of matches a show Forbidden Door. I think he did the last four, but I digress. It's a clear shift. Um, he gets a big pop when he comes out in the middle of the show I think that's quite nice yeah yeah. let him have the pop in the middle of the show rather than just before it started so the mm. crowd were already you know, in the, in the booth of the show but he's spoken about why this is on his Grilling JR podcast um, and said it was a Tony Khan decision uh, and said he gets a humbling reception when he comes out all of this good stuff people are glad to see him the reception's been good but he goes into the reasoning behind it and I'll just read you what JR said um, Tony thought that the show in the middle uh, speaking of Dynamite Needed a boost, so JR became the booster. Um, so I come out in the middle of the show, still gonna call the main event our main events plural and uh, then we all take a bathroom break with the crew and so forth and then we go straight into taping rampage there's more stuff here uh, he goes i didn't have any issues with it at all i said now i'm mariano rivera i don't know who that is somebody <laughs> let me know uh i'm going in for long relief and we're going to get some results for you uh that's the deal there just keeping me fresh and special and trying to give rampage a little boost commentary wise selling wise um goes on a little bit more, but that's the core of the story. They've been experimenting with their teams recently. I think it's to the product's benefit. Mm. Jim's had a long career. Jim's health isn't the best. That comment recently about the orange-sized lump on his yeah. leg. Like, the poor guy, he's gone through a lot mm. um, and he's gone through a lot over the past few years. So, to keep him energised and fresh, I think this is a good idea. And it's also nice that as a legendary figure he gets this pop when he comes out. I think it's I, it's positive.
0: It seems to have been carefully um curated and orchestrated to suit everybody. Like, there are people online now and I get it as well that after a dynamite, are uh, critical of Jim Ross and maybe some of the mistakes he's made, or some of the times when maybe it doesn't come sure. across. Like he's a massive fan of And he of a, should be he? held
1: to a standard, yeah. which you should point out. Of yeah, course, absolutely.
0: absolutely. Um, but there's a compromise there, and that is him getting his flowers once a week, all these cheers yeah, that he yeah. gets and all the support that he gets, and at the same time being able to kind of, I don't know, like take a step back and take yeah. a bit of a break and not be needed as a feature player as much as he used to be with Excalibur, yeah. being able to take the lead. Similarly, on Rampage, that desk needed, I think, a bit of drawing in.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Jericho, Ricky Starks, I'm all for experimenting. You know, you've got we talked about the governor on Rampage. Just (laughs) yesterday, but ultimately, I think any opportunity that you've got to steady the ship with a Jim Ross-like figure is for the betterment of the overall broadcast.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, How long are you going to be there, mate? No worries. Oh, hey, we're back! That was chaotic, little. Uh, Man, I'm flying. This, this guy. The just, just came in, started eating the king of the mic. Uh, a nightmare. But we're gonna. Bit one of my legs off. Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> it's gone. Rubbish. Uh, we're gonna go over to Sasha Banks. Yeah. Money. Makes a change. Money, 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 money. Uh, she's. We've got her appearance fee here. Yes. Following on from, cool. Yeah, awesome. Uh, we're going to book her, obviously. Yeah. Uh, following on from yesterday's story about her taking that non-WWE booking at the comics convention in uh, Chicago, uh, Fightful Select have come through and learned her asking price for non-WWE appearances. Now, it should be stressed that these are just for appearances, not matches, which she isn't taking until 2023, reportedly. Thirty grand, $30,000. Ace, awesome, ace, huge fan of this. Know your worth, yeah, know yeah, your yeah. value. Ask for that big money. Now, there's some comments here. Uh, one report, one reporter, one promoter stated that this asking price is exactly what they expected. Uh, they believe that Sasha will be a name in demand after WWE uh, departing WWE on her own terms. Additionally, she hasn't been to regular at conventions and she's got a very loyal fan base, so yeah. that drives the price up as well. It's believed to be comparable to AEW's Sting, um, which is interesting. And fightful source claimed that Ric Flair gold. Shawn Michaels, and Hulk Hogan were the only names they'd heard of with a higher asking price. Mm-hmm. Uh, the promoter said they'd be happy to book banks for 30 grand because they know they'd more than make their money back. Now the weird people who really hate Sasha Banks, <laughs> and they're, they're out there, they're out there. Um, are going to be really upset about this. For me, I say this is awesome. Yeah. Like you gotta, you got to know your worth. you got to make as much money out of this thing as possible. You've got to hold yourself to the highest possible standards. Um, why would you d- d- price yourself down and go and do a bunch of work that you maybe don't want to do? Absolutely. It's not like Sasha Banks needs the money or anything. No. She's not sitting there, I assume, not sitting there struggling to figure out where the next you know, dollar is going to come to pay the rent or whatever. She can pick and choose. She's the right. person in demand. She's extremely talented she's great we think she's awesome uh this rules good for good for sasha hell yeah ask 400 grand
0: <laughs> we'll pay it i love this so much man i love i love how like in uh you know the business is cyclical as they say yeah. everything comes around again i remember nash and hall talking about going to wcw and wanting sting money and now sasha Banks is on the circuit getting sting, sting money. <laughs> money and we're not even talking about like Sting from the police. Like, I think, I think they're commanding more. If that, like, Englishman was in New York, I don't think he could get 30 grand off capital or of titan. Like, I love this. I absolutely love I, this. I, I
1: would pay Sting 30 grand to just never sing again. Do
0: you know who I'd pay 30 grand for at the <laughs> at the moment, considering how she's carrying 2.0? Run! Oh, no, right. um,
1: oh okay. <laughs> yeah, she's really good. Yeah,
0: but uh, I so th- that's that's awesome. That's awesome. All yeah. wrestlers should uh, follow this and remember this for the day when they might suddenly be without WWE. Go and get the money elsewhere. Get that money, really absolutely. Cool. Really cool. Uh
1: we've got another couple of name changes in WWE to run through. Really quick, as you know, WWE are going through the process of na- changing the names of people who uh, had established names before WWE. You are obviously the most notable example of this, going from Walter to Gunther, or Gunther, or however we're pronouncing yeah. it. Probably red, not pronounced. Like, t- t- uh, you like the red tights? Yeah, red I like top. the red tights as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, shout
0: out to, I wish I could remember it was that said this on Twitter, shout out to whoever nicknamed him Zack Sabre Senior. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely incredible. That's I all I like to
1: That's me. interesting. I think Zach might actually be older than him. Yeah. So that's quite funny.
0: Because <laughs> he's now like sort of super yeah. trim with like, you know, he's Does got not, the red gear on and that I
1: loved it. There's maybe like a year's difference. That's that rules. Yeah. Um but anyway, um name changes, grizzled young vets, right? Uh, PW Insiders Mike Johnson with this report. James Drake is now Jagger Reed. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, and Zach Gibson is Rip Fowler. Uh, <laughs> there's no word on when this will be reflected on TV, but it's in the works. They're taking the hoods off as the day ads pretty I, soon. Yeah,
0: Rip Fowler, that's amazing. Rip Fowler. I wonder if he owns a series of houses in Liverpool after a historic <laughs> scoring career.
1: After Big Robert. Yeah. Um, so the uh, WWE actually filed a trademark application for Rip Fowler on the fourth of May. So this is presumably in their been in their mind for a while. Do uh, you think
0: they couldn't have Rip Owens because it was already taken? Like, <laughs> they were, like Rip Rush, Rip Rogers, that's used
1: as <laughs> that's well. Yeah, and he'd never play for Liverpool. Scroobius. Rip Rogers on the
0: left wing for Liverpool. Scroobius Rip. <laughs> Rip Grobbler. Rippy
1: <laughs> long stop- stockings, I don't know. Rip Henderson. Let's move on. R- Shall we Rip,
0: move on? Rip Molby. Let's do the Bollies. Go on then. Rip oh, sorry, yeah, in, as
1: opposed to Liverpool players. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Liverpool FC soccer. Let's do it, yeah, they really uh, do. Right, oh, I've, I've lost my notes. This, this, if you guys knew what I'd gone into today's video, you would not believe. It's my me. first Friday, uh,
0: uh, it's news crack, and I've had a blast. It's quite Friday. appropriate that
1: it has fallen to pieces, <laughs> behind the scenes and on the scene as well. Right, uh, right yeah. our first question of the day—it's not actually a question. It comes from Andrew Jocelyn, Dwayne the Croc Johnson. <laughs> there you go. The only reason that's in is because Andrew here has put Dwayne Johnson on a crocodile. You know, he yep. understood the assignment You knew
0: what you were doing. Uh,
1: uh, John D. Barker has an actual question, which Love is John good shout outs to John. Lovely, lovely human being. Uh, it says, Whose house has more adequate seating for flat house parties? Okay. Broken Matt, mm-hmm. Swamp Lord Fiend, are the guys who leave WWE and immediately try to start up a scam wrestling promotion. <laughs> uh, have some turtles. I'm not sure if those are turtles, John. They look like aliens to me. They look like um, turtles,
0: but put through the uh, the Wally, the Dali feature. They do you know, the crayon as it's yes, in. Me, through that, yeah.
1: Draw me a turtle. Um, yeah. So, whose whose house do you think has the best uh, seating arrangement for flatties? He's absolutely, hundred percent Swamp
0: Fiend. Right? Yeah, yeah. Braun Strowman was tied to that rocking chair. And he looked comfy in it. Yeah. And if you remember, we've seen Swamp Fiend's house before because him and Randy Orton had a fight in his dirty kitchen. Of course. So there was like lots. Of, if nothing else, that house had a lot of seating. Yeah. Like I got the impression Bray Wyatt doesn't get too many people around for the house parties. <laughs> Like people people say they're gonna it's one thing, people say they're gonna come and then like all of a sudden, hour before he starts getting texts, Oh man, fiend, traffic's really bad. Sorry the fiend like uh oh, the kids have been up all night, I'm knacking, I'm really sorry the fiend and he's like just sits there um, do you know, and like, what do you
1: reckon he does like do you, I reckon it's like a Ricky Gervais guitar the office vibe, but like when the when the vibe's a bit sour, do you think he just goes, get the mask?
0: Oh yeah, well, like, when, <laughs> You know when you, you know when he got the nose mask made? Yeah. That's specifically for parties, he does that thing where he puts a condom on his head and
1: blows <laughs> <laughs> it up and then go Gets his right. little sausage fingers. Out. <laughs> uh, shout, out,
0: shout out to the Fiend on Twitter. They're now forever together. There you go. Fiend, Fiend WWE, I think he there is. Which is great, man. Follow, follow him.
1: And also, what chair do you think the flat could be funniest sitting on? Yes. I think it's a chaise lounge, but i just <laughs> sitting
0: there like this. I, I, I've always wondered, because oh, I'm never comfortable on the chaise lounge. No. I've never like known who they were for. It's crocodiles.
1: Posh people. Alligators. And alligators. Yeah, I yeah. never knew that. Posh people and alligators. What a combination! <laughs> uh, right, our second question. Well, third, I guess. Uh, daft Dad Two. Your, your burner here <laughs> yeah. chiming in. Um, Daft me, I'm just uh, that's what well, everybody says about He's me. crazy he's totally. Daft. It's like that meme where that, that 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 person's got the chips on their head or whatever in the frozen set. What is she like? <laughs> Why is she so crazy? What, what is, is she like? like? What is she like? He put he just picks up this eel. Oh no. He, he's got this giant inflatable! Uh, daft Dad asks, we've had normal fiend, we've had poo finger fiend. <laughs> <laughs> What will be the next version of the fiend when he shows up on NXT 2.0? I want an authority fiender.
0: Ooh, Imagine an authority the fiender the I like fiend that.
1: showing up in a suit, yeah. making matches and stuff. <laughs> Aping the various authority figures of the years. Going war games! <laughs> All of that stuff. Copying everyone. Yeah, he's got a little door backstage that doesn't have walls. He's got the gabble. It's the fiend paying tribute to your favorite authority figures. He is the Authority fiender I, I hate myself. I've
0: got it. It's all right. He's uh the establishment is already in place for the fiend and that establishment is Chase U He's gonna go to Chase University. <laughs> it's fiend 182. Fiend is going off to college He's got his own letterman jacket with F on for fiend and like he's gonna take uh, fiend 101 Uh, Fiend 102 and advanced fiend studies, and then he's gonna like there's gonna be a graduation where he's going Fiendonomics 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 He's gonna do basic fiendonomics Like, (laughs) he's forcing you to fiend him Um, (laughs) And then they have like the fiend graduation where there's a bunch of students But rather than the hats and stuff, they're all in fiend (laughs) masks They're all throwing the fiend masks in the air, and then they have a rager, and we're back to putting Johnny's on the head over the nose.
1: Oh my god, it all comes full circle, doesn't it? There we it? go. I would also quite like like a, a, a fiend. There's a chugging, fiend, 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 <laughs> fiend, fiend, playing playing beer pong, but it's just a bunch of fiends. Have you seen that film Cockblockers, where John Cena is like yes doing that role, and he like takes the the stuff up his bum. Have you seen uh, <laughs> Have you seen the,
0: the series of films American Fiend? When the <laughs> fiend has full sex with the pie.
1: Have you seen uh, Have you seen uh, the, the Fiend Father, where he gets really upset on the day of his daughter's wedding? Have
0: you seen Fiends All That, where they're like, You're going to take the ugliest fiend in school and turn her into a princess fiend?
1: What about there's something about Fiend, where, where he's got the spunk on his face? Have you it's... seen I
0: Know What You Did Last Fiend?
1: It was just the last time the fiend I'm, was on the I've got the fiend. gimmick. I've got the gimmick. Mm-hmm. Fiend Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, that's nice. Fiend Ventura Croc Detective. <laughs> Right, let's, let's get out of here. Fiend
0: Fiend's Diary. It's like Bridget Jones' Diary. It's just a fiend, like, talking about his romantic life. The Fiend of the Fiends. Right? <laughs> fiend of
1: the two Fiend Towers. Uh, right, what have we done? Fiend,
0: it's the screen series, but it's just a fiend mask instead of the ghost face.
1: The Fiend. Uh, right, uh, Christopher Black, with our last question of the day. Uh, uh, Christoph Black, sorry, uh, asks... Getting serious. Why does what culture... Uh, this is awesome. Why does what culture feel the need to remind us that they hate high tension three times a month? Seriously, whoever writes for you, rent a new movie! (laughs) I went on IMDB and gave the movie 10 out of 10 even though I've never seen it just to spite you guys. F-U-C-K! That's got three exclamation marks behind it so you know he's serious. Well, Christoph, you know what? I thought about this quite deeply and the reason that we all go on about how much we hate high tension is that it absolutely sucks. That thing is a disgrace to the art form. It is an absolute crime against human creation. That that thing went out there and killed the business so flagrantly that it made the business something to laugh at. That it trivialized this thing that we have bled Sweated and cried over for decades and decades, this glorious art form established over the years. It is a joke, it is a disgrace, it it deserves every drop of scorn it gets. I wish it could be eliminated from the history books.
0: I mean, I thought it was all right, actually.
1: Wait, Wait, no, high tension? The anime? No, the comic. I thought it was a
0: novel. No, it's a burger. Um, I'm sick of high tension. I'm glad I've got this platform, quite frankly, Murray. Like, I've wanted this world-born chair for a while to talk about high tension because for years, some of the best years of my life, I've been stuck watching high tension. And just when you think high tension is nowhere near anymore, bam, there's high tension yet again in front of your face. No wonder it's in so many lists because it's high tension. Oh, sorry, I thought we were talking about Charvo Guerrero. Now, high tension's fine.
1: <laughs> you ever seen it? No. No, neither. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us on today's wrestling news video where we... D- just criticize a movie we've never seen and uh, talk about alligators and uh, have uh, literally seven million different creative mess ups, uh, technological mess ups in a row. If you're still here at the end, <laughs> you're you. I love you, yeah, but you're thanks. crazy. Yeah, uh, anyway, thank you for joining us. You can follow us on Twitter at what Call You can follow Michael Hamblett on Twitter at Michael Hamblett. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy H Murray. I've saved the best for last. The H stands for Hey Hipsters. His favorite song by his favorite band, The Cribs. Uh, after, of course, uh, their, their song about men's rights I can't that they look have. Look you in the eyes. They have.
0: Yeah, strange guys. Cribs of Feminists for Feminists is cool
1: after Michael Humphrey. I should point out that I don't actually think the song's about men's needs. <laughs> <guys. laughs> Shout out to the Crabs, great band. He's done it. Love, love the, love the crabs.
0: This is fine, I'm having a
1: really good time. Hey, hipsters! Hey, hey, hips. Bye! They're actually alright. <laughs>
0: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.